morning. We're on on the face. Just go back to um, four, four lines down. Tonarabon. The Gemara begins. Tonarabon. It's been taught in a brighter. Four lines down. Chaskim on the face. Lo yechayz adam. Lo yechayz adam. Tefillin biyado. A person should not hold tefillin in his hand. The sefer Torah b'zroi, or a sefer Torah in his arm, be spotted and daven. But a yashtin bohen mayim, he shouldn't urinate whilst um, wearing the or ho- holding the tefillin. Talking about the tefillin in his hand. But a yushan bohen, and he shouldn't sleep with them. So as we said last week, Rashi says. I mean, the Gemara just finished off. Lo shenis kavah, lo shenis harai. He shouldn't sleep with them whether it's a proper sleep or it's just a nap. And Rashi said, because maybe it'll come to pass when. He points out last week, there's a little bit of a problem with that because the, that din of Shema Yafiyah is, uh, is, is, that's to do with if he's wearing them on his head. A person, if he's wearing them on his head, then the chashash is, if he goes to sleep, maybe he'll pass wind. And then the Gemara says in Sukkot, that's only if he's having Shinas Kavah, if he's actually having a proper, proper sleep. But if he's just having Shinas Kavah, he's just having a nap, we're not gracious for that, we're not gazed on that. This Gemara says Rashi in Sukkot, is talking about, he's holding them in his hand. And if he's holding them in his hand, the chashash is not Shemayafiyah, the chashash is if he falls asleep, he may come to drop them. So why does Rashi say Shema Yafiyah? So as, we, as we said last week, there are two basic approaches to this. Either you say that Rashi over here and Rashi over there are going with two different Mahalchim. That's like, I believe, is the Shat the Kapas Samarim takes, the Maharaj the Kapas Samarim takes in Sukkah. Because there is, the Raman's got a different Maharech and he says that Rashi over here, I think it's going like, like the Rambam and over there he's not going like the Rambam or vice versa, something along those lines. But the other Maharech is to say that Rashi over here, Shema Yofiyah, you have to be Magiyah, and that's what the Gon does. He says it shouldn't say Shema Yofiyah, it should say Shema Yafin. He may come to drop, to cause the Tefillin to drop. That's the other, the, the, the two ideas. But upon him, a person is not allowed to sleep with them, as we said, just to repeat one thing we said last week, surely if a person is wearing them on his head anyway, just agar, how can he how can he sleep with them? Surely even Shena Sarai should be also because of Hesachadah. We know the Gemara says in Yuma, we learn from the Sitz, a person is not allowed to be Mesiachdas from the Tzvillin. That's why we touch our Tzvillin and kiss our Tzvillin every so often. A person is not allowed, not allowed to be Mesiachdas. So if he's sleeping, surely he's being Mesiachdas. And answer that the Tamid Rabbi Niyona, what did he answer? Because it's a different type of Hesachadah. Hesachadah by Tfilin doesn't mean that you forget about them. Hesachadah means by Tfilin that you remove your mind, your state of mind moves from the appropriate state of mind whilst wearing Tfilin. I.e., when a person's wearing Tfilin, it should be Be'emor, Be'ero, he should be in a, a state of faith. Wearing Tfilin, this is... And when he's sleeping, that's no contradiction to the state of mind. On the contrary, says the Samidir Rabbeinu Yonah. When he is sleeping, his mind is completely disconnected from Eilam And therefore, mitzad, the Hezqadaz, there's no problem to be sleeping with the, with the, uh, with the spirit. The problem is, 
that if it's a proper long sleep, we're worried Shemayafiyah, and if he holds them in his hand, we're worried Shemayafiyah perhaps will come to drop the Tfilin, whether it's Shainas Kavav or Shainas Arai. Omar Shmuel, says Shmuel, Sakin Umois Uka'ora Vikikar Hare'edu Kayyitzabayim. We're coming now towards the wide lines of Chaskim Alamad Beis. He says, says Shmuel, the same thing applies <coughs> if a person is holding a knife in his hand, he won't be able to dive him properly. Because they'll be too worried that maybe he'll drop the knife into his foot. Umoy, he's not allowed to dive if he's holding money in his hand because he's going to be too worried that the money's going to fall and scatter. Ukaara, a person can't dive while he's holding a kaara, a bowl. Because again, he'll be worried that the, the, the bowl's going to fall and the food will scatter. The kicker and so to a loaf. With the same idea, it may fall, it'll become dirty. The kids, a person's mind, he will not be able to concentrate properly on the davening if he is preoccupied with these, with these things. So therefore we say, therefore we say that a person cannot daven while holding these things. Now there's a machlik in the Rishonim, is it dafka these sort of things? Or does it apply, to, <coughs> or does it apply to anything? That a person should not be holding anything in his hand. The Shulchan Aruch only mentions these things. It has, Quoted by the Nishapura says that the mice we should be particular not to hold anything in our hands. So, for example, a person shouldn't be dominating whilst holding a child. Anything because it's going to detract from, from concentration. What about to hold a scissor? Can a person hold a scissor in their hand? And that we say, most definitely a person can. Seems to be a, a, a Trumas Nadeshen. So that's a person who can definitely hold in his hand. The reason being, because the scissor is there for the purpose of dominating. And anything which is there for the purpose of davening, it's a bit similar to the Gemara says in Sukkah to hold the Lulav. At the time whilst we're actually davening, obviously a person can hold the Lulav. Because that is part of the mitzvah, at the time of the mitzvah, so he can hold the Lulav. So to the time when he's davening, he's allowed to hold the scissor. But, just one or two points. First of all, a person should be holding the scissor right from the start. Not that he's got to start going looking for a scissor in the middle of davening. Number two is, says Mr. Brewer, a person should make sure that he's marked out the places which he wants which he's going to use for davening. Not in the middle of davening, he's going to have to start searching for the page he needs. He's in the middle of Shemel Eftu, that he shouldn't be doing. What happens if a person's davening, and he's he, in front of him, a scissor falls on the floor? Safer falls on the floor. Is he allowed to go and pick it up? He's in, in, the, in the middle of Shemel Eftu. Is he allowed to go and pick up the safer? The Quran wants to say that the whole point of picking it up is because of the COVID. COVID of Kavit Shamayim, COVID is a safer, but to jump out in the, mid- in the middle of Tfilah is, in itself, is really a lack of COVID. The point is not so much the COVID, it's more the concentration. If he's not going to be able to concentrate because he's so bothered by a safer being on the floor, then the Allah is, when he gets to the end of a bracha, he can go and pick it up. Even if it involves moving, because the, the, whole, the whole problem is, if you're not going to be able to be Mechavi, then what's the... It's, uh, if, if it's disturbing your Kavana, then he says you can go and uh, pick it up. Um, that's more... That, 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 that's the, sort of the main halachas, I think, that the Mishaburah brings over here. Right, I mean, well, just one, one or two last examples. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and Achanami. But we, we, it's not up to the center that he's dominating from. If the person's dominating, he notes uh, a safe pool on the floor. So if it's disturbing his kavona, then at the end of the bracha, he says he can go and pick it up. Because otherwise, he's not going to be able to be machabi. Um, that, 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 that is the bottom line. So generally speaking, a person should not be holding anything whilst dominating. Some shits say only these things, some say everything. Tal says everything. A person should not be holding anything in his hands. And the only thing he can be holding in his hands is something which is to do with actual tefillah itself. For example, the, say, the other example he talks about is the Sefer Torah. When the Chalton, when the Shliach Tzib is saying, you, he says you come Purkan, but uh, when he's saying Mavarach and Achredash, these sort of things, a person can hold the Sefer Torah because that's what he's supposed to be doing at that time. He says, when you come Purkan, he says they used to hold it because they are dominating for the for the people who the learning day Torah to them, the people who are learning Torah, the Bedafka wants all the Sefer Torah, anything which is to do with the Tzvila itself, like the Lulav, the Siddur, then a person would be able to hold it. Correct. 100%. Where it says that a person shouldn't be holding the Sefer Torah, that is talking about when it's not pertinent to the actual to say the Torah has got, got no intrinsic connection to that part of Dhamma. Carries on the Gemara. Now, before, as we go on now, what we have to remember is that the part of the Brite which is no, really no out to us is the part that it says that a person cannot layashin by a mind. A person cannot urinate whilst holding the Sefer Torah or the Tefillin. The Tefillin is the part which is no out to us. He's not allowed to be holding the Tefillin when he goes to urinate. Says the Gemara, Omar Rava. Says Rava, Omar Rav Sheishas. First, why dine on Chav Kim and Omar Beis? Let's hilchasar. The halacha is not Kiyomas Nisa, like that brayter which we just quoted. The Beis Shamai, because that brayter is Beis Shamai. We know, obviously, when you got a Machlech, it's Beis Shamai Beisido. We pass him that Beisido. That brayter we just quoted is Beis Shamai. How do I know? The E Beisido, because if it would have been Beisido. Now we already learned on the previous Omud that a Beisakise Kobua, a fixed Beisakise, one where there's excrement there, one which has been designated for a Beisakise, surely it is permitted for a person to hold the Tfilin in his hands when he goes in there. Beisakise Arai, when a person just goes in to a Beisakise Arai, a place where it's literally a temporary base akisi, i.e. he's just going in to urinate. Doesn't have to be in a base akisi kobua. Me boyo, would I need to tell you that it's must told the Tzvidin? So I know the Gemara cannot be any reason why if they, according to Beisero, again, we had a machoikas between Beishamai and Beisero on the previous Omus, whether a person can take the Tzvidin in with him when he goes to be excused. Beishamai said, no he can't, he has to leave them outside. And Mishiro says, yes, he can, he can hold them in his hand. So, the Gemara says, I don't understand. If this bride would be Mishiro, how can it be that when a person goes into a Beisakese Kavua, he goes into a fixed Beisakese, he goes into, excuse himself, and yet he's allowed to, Mishiro says he's allowed to hold the Tzvil in his hand, and yet when it comes to a Beisakese Arai, a place where he's, doesn't say he's going to a Beisakese Kavua, He's going to a place just to urinate. It doesn't have to be in a base Akise Kavua. It could be a base Akise Arai. And yet you're telling me he's not allowed to hold, he's not allowed to hold this Tfilin. It doesn't make any sense. So Elamai, it must be that this price goes according to Beishamai. And Beishamai holds not only in a base Akise Kavua, 
can he not hold the Tzvinim? He has to leave them outside. So too, in the Beis HaKisei Arai, he's not allowed to hold the Tzvinim. But a Yashin by a mind. He can't urinate whilst holding the Tzvinim. But in which case, we don't pass to Nabi Shammah, we pass to Nabi Shiddo. That's what the Gemara says. Ask the Gemara Meisve. So we ask a question now from a Brisa. The Brisa says, the Vorim Sheetati Lechokan. Things which I permitted you to do over here, Asarti Lechokan. I forbade you to do it over here. That's the statement. That's what the Brisa says. And now we, we're left to work out what's the here and what's the here and what are the Devorim. Basically, what is this Brisa talking about? So, my love, says the Gemara, don't you think Tfilin is talking about Tfilin? And it's saying the things I allowed you to do in one place with Tfilin, I don't allow you to do in another place with Tfilin. So now, it's fine if you say Beis Hillel that this is going like Beis Hillel, and what it means to say is, what it means to say is, the things I allowed you to do over here in a Beisakise Kavua, in a fixed permanent Beisakise, i.e. to hold the tefillin in your hand, or Tzadki Lechokan, I forbade you to do over here in a Beisakise Arai. Against, for the time being, against the logic, that's what the Bryce is saying. That in a Beisakise Kavua, I allowed you to hold the tefillin in your hand, in a Beisakise Arai, when he's just going into urinate, I don't allow you to hold them in his hand. Then that makes sense. That's what the Brisa means. But if you say that the previous Brisa was Beishamai, then what's the one she Tati the Chokan or Tati the Chokan? Beishamai don't allow anything. You've just said the previous Brisa said, Loyashim by Maim, a person not allowed to urinate while holding the Tfilin, that's Beishamai, that's what you just told me. So in which case, Beishamai, don't allow you to hold the Tzvidim when going into Beishakisei Kovuah. Don't allow you to hold the Tzvidim while urinating. So, what's the Devarim Sheetati L'Chokam? What did I allow you? Elomai, it must be that the previous writer was Beishelah. And it's Dafka, L'Yashin Vayamayim, a person for some reason, which we have to work out why, it seems to defy logic, but a person is not allowed to urinate whilst holding the tefillin, but he can hold the tefillin whilst going into a Beisakite Kavua. That's the way, that must be the previous price, and that's what this price means. That which I allowed you to hold the tefillin in the Beisakite Kavua, I forbade you to hold whilst urinating. That's what it seems to be saying. Answers the Gemara. The Gemara says, no. Kitanya Hahid. When was that Brisa talking? It's nothing to do with Philip. Lenyan Tefach Utfachayim. It's taught with regard to the din of Tefach and Tefachayim. One and two Tefachim. What's that? The Tony Chaza, because one Brisa taught, Keshu Nifna, when a person excuses himself, Megalil Akharov Tefach, he can reveal, he can uncover from behind a Tefach, with a form of Tzvachayim. And in France, he can reveal two Tzvachim. The Tanya Idach, and we've taught in another writer, Le'acharov Tefach, that when he's excusing himself from behind a Tefach, he can uncover. With a form of Velikulam, and in France, he can't uncover at all. Now, what's the, how do we reconcile this, this seeming contradiction? 
My love, don't you think, Idi be Idi be Ish, that both of these prices are talking about a man who is excusing himself, but Okashen is not a problem. Kan Ligdailim, Kan Ligdanim. One is talking about Ligdailim, and one is talking about Ligdanim. In other words, if he's going Ligdailim, he's going to actually excuse himself properly, then he would um, then he would be able to reveal from behind the tefah for nothing in front. And Kalniktanim, whereas the Brighter which says that in front he can reveal to Tvachim, is talking about when he's going to urinate. That's what it means. And therefore, so too in our Brighter it means, the Vorim Sheetarsi Khan. That which I allowed you to reveal in front to Tvachim when going to urinate, I forbade you to reveal those two tzvachim in front when he's going nikdoyle. So says the Gemara, that doesn't make any sense. But tzvachim, do you think that really, literally, is it logical? If we're talking about going nikdoyle just to urinate, then the akhar of tzvachim of omari. Why would you have to uncover from behind the tzvachim? Remember, one writer said, then in front he can uncover two spoken and behind the tether. And you're telling me that's talking about when Liktanim is going just to urinate. Then why does he have to uncover behind the tool? Yeah, in, in, in those days they, they used to wear, I think, more rope. Used to be, it wasn't, well, they didn't wear trousers in those days. I don't think I don't think they did. If you look from from various Gemara's, it's Marshall, there was more. It's just like a long choluk. So it sounds like from from various Gemara's. And I mean, I don't know. <laughs> perhaps perhaps there were also. Yeah. So um, so answer the Gemara to say to say the Gemara. So that doesn't make any sense. You can't say the one talking about Ligdoni, one talking about Liktani. Because then, yes, you've dealt with why in front one allows and one doesn't, but behind, why always a tapa? Hello, rather, idi idi bigdolim. Both prices are talking about ligdolim. A person's going to be excused properly. But a kasha, and it's not a kasha. Hobbe ish, hobbe ishof. One's talking about for a man, and one's talking about for a woman. For a man, when he's going ligdolim, then he can reveal not only behind the tefah, but also in front of tefah. Because once he's going to examine him, we're also concerned he'll come next time and he'll come to urinate as well. And therefore he should reveal in front as well. We don't want his, his clothes to get soiled. But, when it comes to a woman, based on the Messias, there's no need to reveal in front at all, and therefore it's only behind a tefah. That's it. One for a man and one for a woman. The one which says a tefach only behind, that's for a woman. The one which says a tefach behind, two tefachim in front, that's for a man. And therefore, that would be the pshat and the brighter now. The volume sheetati lechokan, what I allowed for the man to reveal in front, hotati lechokan, I forbade for a woman, she's not allowed to, because of smear's reasons, she's not allowed to reveal in front. So says the Gemara, Ihoki, if that would be the pshat and the brighter, then Hodik Tonya, though, that which we taught on that bright day, it says, Despite the fact that we're telling you this, it defies logic. 
Because from lo- a logical point of view, it's a kalvachemesh enorotashuva. It's a kalvachemesh which is irrefutable. That logically. Logically, what I told you here, the that what I permitted you here, I forbade you here, doesn't make any sense. Because logically, I should say, if I've permitted you over here, then culture can tell the same, I'll permit you over here. And you'd have no answer to that. So says the Gemara, does that make sense? My ain't all off to Shubal. What do you mean? If you just said that means that a man, that which I permitted a man to reveal in front, I forbade a woman to reveal in front, so what do you mean, ain't all off to Shubal? There's no, there's no refutation to this Kabbalah What do you mean? That's just the Messiah. That's the way the man was created. That was the way the woman was created. I mean, what sort of Kabbalah is that? This bride apparently defies logic. There's a Kabbalah Chaymer, So you're telling me, and what do you want to say this bride is talking about? It's talking about that which I permit a man to reveal in France, I forbade a woman to reveal in France when. Excuse me. Well, well, what's the Kabbalah why is that? Why does that defy logic? That's just based on the material. It's the way a man created. That's the way. So that can't be pushed in the brighter. El Alav, brother says the Gemara, let's go back to what we suggested originally. El Alav, Tefillin. It must be talking about Tefillin. Utsiyukta, Omar Avshesha, Utsiyukta. And therefore it's an absolute knockout blow on Rava, Omar Avshesha. Whatever the Gemara says, to, uh, double Tsiyukta means it's a knockout blow, it's gone. Because again, what did Rava say, Bashem Avshesha? He said that the original bride that we had, which says that a Yashtim one, that a person can't urinate whilst holding Tefillin, that's only going according to Beis Shammai. Because according to Beis Hillel, it doesn't make any sense. According to Beis Hillel, if they allow you to hold Tefillin in a Beis Hakeite Kavua, then Kulshigan they're going to allow you to hold Tefillin whilst just in a Beis Hakeite Arai, just urinating. That's what he said. So it's not true. Because what's shot in this Bryce? The Bryce says, We've proven it must be. I mean, what else could it be talking about? It must be talking about Tefillin. And according to Beishamai, it wouldn't have any meaning. Because according to Beishamai, you're saying, they definitely forbid, we know that from the Gemara earlier, you're not allowed to hold the Tefillin whilst in a Beishakite Kavua. And now you're telling me, Layashin Wayamai means in a Beishakite Arai, you also can't hold them. So what's the one in Shaitaiti the Chalkan? The things I've permitted you here. So it can't be Beishamai. El Amai, it must be Beishelah. And what are Beishelah saying in this writer? That although I allowed you to hold the spinning in a Beishakite Kavua, although I allowed you to hold the spinning whilst in, in the hand whilst excusing, but not Layashin by mind. Like the Bryce said, it's really Beishelah. One's not allowed to hold the spinning in their hand whilst urinating. That's what the Bryce is telling us, and that goes against logic. So says the Gemara, Nikol Mokon, says the Gemara, nevertheless, Kasha, it's still a Kasha. Tucker, why is that? I mean, you can't just tell our sin without any reason. Now you've just told me that in a fixed Beisakese, a designated Beisakese, you've told me it's permitted for a person to hold the sin in his hand. Beisakese, Arai, Lekosha, okay, now the end they Tucker. If he's going in just to urinate, why should he not be able to hold them in his hand? Answer the Gemara Hoxcom, this is what it means to say. There is a logical reason for it. Beisakise Kavua, in a fixed Beisakise, Zelekon Itzaitzos, where there are 
no nitzotis, and this does not mean nitzotis of Kedusha, it means the nitzotis of Meirag life, drops which may fall in let's say a person's shoe. So the halacha is that a person is not allowed to walk out to the Beisakite with the nitzotis of, uh, literally drops of, um, of, um, Meraglaim of urine on, on his shoes. Because people, it's, what, what's the chashash? People may think that he is what's called a kurushofa. A kurushofa is somebody who basically is not, is, is not able to, uh, because of a uh, problem, I mean, I don't know what the English term is for it. Huh? He is, he is, he is yeah. Huh? Yeah, he's, he's damaged, he can't have children. As a result, he can't have children. That's why when, 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 when he goes to pass water, it would more likely drop onto his shoes than go, go afar. Let's put it that way, the, 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 the Gemara puts it. So what's the problem? So the person says, well, I don't care. I'm not bothered. So let people say what they want about me. What difference does it make? The problem is not him. People are going to say, wait a second, if he's a cross he couldn't have had children. So these children are obviously not his. So they're going to be mostly loud on his children. They're going to say his children are, are illegitimate, or mundane, even worse, whatever. So because of that, the halacha is that he has to wipe off the ending in Sotus. That's, that's the halacha. Now the problem is, if he's holding a tefillin in his hand, Chastashodim, he may come to wipe, without thinking he may come to wipe with his tefillin. So that's why in the Beit HaKesha arrived and he's going just to urinate, he's not allowed to hold the tefillin in his hand. That's what the Gemara says here. Hachikom, and this is what it means to say. Beit HaKesha Kavua, in a fixed Beit HaKesha, Telekon in Sotus, there's no drops of, of, of Meiraglayim, then surely he can hold them in his hand. What's the problem? But in a, in a Beisar Kiseh Arai, but in a temporary Beisar Kiseh, i.e. one where he's just going in to urinate, the Ikon Nitzotis, where they may end up being this problem with the Nitzotis, the drops of Meiraglayim, three therefore they, they forbade a person to hold the Tzvillin in his hand. So there's a logical reason. La it's not so much, you should know, it's not so much to do with whether it's a Beisakise Arai or Beisakise Kavua. It's to do with one thing and one thing only. Could there end up being a problem of Nisotos or not? And that depends, Gemara is elsewhere, it depends. If a person is excusing himself while sitting down, the Gemara says, there wouldn't be this problem. If a person is doing it, the Gemara says, on a slope, also there wouldn't be a problem, because again, it'll They'll go down the slope, there wouldn't be... The problem only exists on level ground and he's standing up. That's where the Gemara says you could end up with a problem. So the halacha, that's what they talk about. It's to do with whether the Messiah... So what? Why do you talk about So they say because in a Beisakise Kavua, generally a person will excuse himself sitting down. And a Beisakise Arai, generally he will be standing up. But it's loved after. It would be the other way around, there wouldn't be the problem. That's what it means. That's why we come up with this halof, and a Beisakese Kavua, a person could hold the spin in his hand, and in a Beisakese Arai, he's not allowed to hold the spin in his hand. And that's what the Brighton means. The Vorim Sheetashi the Chokan, that which Beis Hillel permitted a person to hold the spin in a Beisakese Kavua, or Sashi the Chokan, I forbade him to hold in his hand in a Beisakese Arai. So says the Gemara, well then you're no better off. Ihochi, if so, Am I in a lot of Why is there no refutation to this Kalvachemer? To Shuba Madiosahi. There's a very good refutation. 
You said this halacha defies logic. It doesn't defy logic. You just explain the reason for the, for the din. Why in the Beisakite Kavua you can hold the tefillin, in the Beisakite Arai you can't hold the tefillin. You've explained it. Answer the Gemara Hachikov, and this is what it means to say. Ha Milsa, this din that I've just told you. Teiti lo taima. Learn it through reasoning, through logic. Don't try and follow it through based on this Kalvachaymer. Because if you follow it through on Kalvachaymer, if you were to ask this as a Kalvachaymer, if you were to learn this through as a Kalvachaymer, I wouldn't be able to answer you. In other words, normally we're more makal. If you go in Kal and Chomer, you go in Kalvachaymer literally means one is more lenient, one is more Chomer. If you look at it, Mr. Bat, what's more lenient, what's more stringent, what would you expect? What should be more lenient? Beisakit Arai or Beisakit Kavua? You'd expect the Beisakit Arai is always going to be more lenient. That should always be the thing. We've seen that so far with, going, with, with, with regards to sitting on the head. So if you learn it through Kal and Chomor, then Enochalami, I wouldn't be able to answer you. Because I, I can't find any... The, let me just, just explain. What is a Kaldachemer? A Kaldachemer is literally, as it sounds, you look at leniencies and Chumrah. And that's how we, that's how a Kaldachemer works. It says, if in a place which is always more lenient, we have a stringent din, for example here, one can't hold the tinnin in his hand, then all the more so in a case which is always more stringent, he wouldn't be able to hold the tinnin in his hand. If you went like that, I wouldn't be able to answer you. Because I can't, the only way to push away the Kaldachemer would be to find some case, some instance, where we find the stringency in the... Yeah, well, in, 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 the, in the, first, the first instance. Which I can't find. A base I keep of what, with regard to Kalim Chomor, Kalim Chomor is always more stringent. The stringency will always be found in the case of the base I keep of what. So I wouldn't be able to deal with your question. Rather, look at the, just look at the logic. Forget Kalim Chomor here. Look at the mysterious, look at the logical reasons in it. If you follow logic, then you can understand this thing. If they say, if they a person can hold this feeling, because there's no problem of an insectos, and in the, they say, if they arrive, a person would not be able to hold this feeling because there's a problem of an insectos. And that brings us to the end of that token. So, to... Because in a they say, if they say, he's sitting down. And if he's sitting down, there generally is not going to be a problem of any Merag Lion splashing onto his, uh, onto, onto his shoes. Again, it's, it's, it's a Messiah sticker thing. I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do more than that. If he's sitting down, it, will, it, it, won't, it, won't, uh, it won't end up on his shoes. And the Khanami, think about the Messiah, that is generally going to be, going to be the Messiah. The the uh, reality. Correct. It was it was a similar the idea was was similar. Yeah. So um, so therefore, just to sum up at the end of this, with regards to wearing tefillin on the head, with regards to wearing the tefillin on the head, based and I said based on the Gemara. This is based on the Gemara because the Rambam's got a slightly different take on it. And therefore, la halacha can get it. It's not, not necessarily quite so simple. But with wearing spinning on the head, in a base akite arai, 
person is going to just urinate, he would be able to keep the tefillin on his head. Except based on the, on Rav Haigon and the Ravid, if the Beis HaKisei Arai is going to be made into a Beis HaKisei Kabbalah in the future, maybe there'll be a different day. But in a Beis HaKisei Arai, according to the, the other Rishonim, the Rosh, the, the, the various other Rishonim we had, in a Beis HaKisei Arai, a person would be able to keep the tefillin on his head. If he's going into a Beis HaKisei Arai to excuse himself, then he's got to take the tefillin off. He's not going to do more than just urinate, he's have to take the tefillin off. And when he goes out, he'd have to then go start it on his way to put the tefillin back on. That's where one of the, I think that's where the Raman disagrees. The Raman says, always oh, he'd have to take the tefillin off, start it on his way. Which is, doesn't seem to fit with Agamara, but obviously he learned something different. In a Beisach Hesei Kavua, if a bus is going to a Beisach Hesei Kavua, then he definitely has to, if he's going in just to urinate, then he's got to take off the tefillin. Again, Agamara doesn't say start it on his way. Could well be that that's the way that that's the way the Raman would talk to it. If he's going into actually excuse himself probably then he's got to take them off Saladamas away. So the, the bottom line is if he's going into a Baisakis Arai, just to urinate, he'd be able to keep the tefillin on his head. If he's going to a Baisakis Kabua, he has to take the tefillin off, come what may. Um, with regard to holding the tefillin in his hand, he goes the opposite. With regard to what he does then, with a Baisakis Kabua, strictly speaking, a person will be able to hold the tefillin in his hand. And in a base like arise, generally speaking, he wouldn't be able to hold the tefillin in his hand because of these nitzotas. As I said, you can have a cross between the two. If he's sitting down, it could, the things could change. Nowadays, this heft of taking them and holding them in his hand doesn't apply. Because we've got... Uh, we're talking about in the fields in those days and they were worried about passers-by, as we learned on the previous on stealing the tefillin and the mice. Hopefully people don't have a problem with mice. And you can put the tefillin outside. There's no, there's no problem. Okay, so... But where it will be Nagea, as I said, it has to be worked through La'alokha, is what happens there, this is the shayla, really the very practical shayla to think about, is if during davening a person has to go to be excused, he takes off his tefillin. If he takes off his tefillin, when he comes back, he puts his tefillin back on, does he have to make a bracha? What's it going to be dependent on? The question is, could you have gone into the into the base like with this tefillin on? Theoretically, of course, we must know a person wouldn't even think about doing such. I mean, I say that, but I'll tell you there are. I know of Gedolim who do. They they would cover their tefillin. Gedolim used to wear their tefillin all day. They just cover the tefillin and, and they'd go into a base like I mean, this is this is basically what we're trying to get at. But let's just talk about theoretically. So, well, on the Tzidah Shadyad as well, they'd have to move the straps around, because this is also something we spoke about. The Tzidah Shadyad, by the way, perhaps, just whilst you mentioned that, this whole tomorrow, so far, we talked about Tzidah Shadyad works. What about the Tzidah Shadyad? Let's say the bus gains their base, like Eitzik Kabua, does he have to take off the Tzidah Shadyad? Tzidah Allah, the Mongan Avram says, of course he does. The reason why I took us about the Tzidah Shadyad is because the Chiddush is that Tzidah Shadyad is that he can then hold it in his hand. That's why he talks about take them off and hold them in his hand. But the Tzvila Shadiyat, if he's got to take it off, he's got to take it off. He says that that, 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 that would be the same, the same, uh, the same thing. So have to take them off. There are those who say, no, he doesn't have to take them off. I think, I actually think it would be, it would be dependent on the reason why he's got to take off the Tzvila Shadiyat. Do you remember we had a Mahlik, why he has to take off the Tzvila Shadiyat? Do you remember what the reason was? What's it going to help taking off the Tzvila Shoresh? I'm still holding it in my hand. 
So Rashi said, because whilst it's on the head, that's right, it's, it's there, but God is. So therefore, for example, let's say I covered it. I'm saying theoretically, since Rashi, if you covered your Tzedah Shorosh, it wouldn't be a problem. By the same token, if your Tzedah Shorosh is covered, it's not a problem. The Tzedah Shorosh, because it's there, it can be seen, that's the problem. So take the Tzedah Shorosh off, or cover it. Perhaps if you cover it, it would be alright. But according to the Ritva, the Ritva says, because the whole point is, whilst it's on the head, that's where it's got, it's Ika Kedusha. Apparently, that's where it's got Kedusha. When you take it off your head, it doesn't have the same level of Kedusha. So therefore, with the Tzvidah Shadiyat, as long as you're wearing it, it's also got its Kedusha. So you'd have to take it off. It could be, as I haven't seen what the, what the, uh, it's a true of the base Yaakov, apparently, it's possible. But hey, Dave, he's master to keep the Tzvidah Shadiyat off. I haven't seen a genie. I, I would have thought it's it dependent on these, these two reasons. But uh, one thing they do point out is obviously the retours, even if a person is going to keep them on, the retours have to be removed from around the hand. Um, again, because of pra- practical reasons, that, therefore you have to remove the retours from, from around the hand. But coming back to, to our case now, so if he goes in to be excused, the question we have to ask ourselves is, in our modern day, uh, our modern day toilet, could a person theoretically go in with its fitting? That's right, because if a person takes off his talus, it's good to be excused. When he comes back, he doesn't make a new broth on the talus. Then you ask him for Ashkenazim at least. Why? Because theoretically, you could go in, you could go in with, the, with, the, with the talus. We don't, because of covers, you know, it's, it's, uh, the talus gold at least. But theoretically, you could go in with it. So therefore, that's not called, considered a break in the mitzvah. The question is, with its fitting, could he go in? And this, this, as I said, it really it, be, it sort of begs the question, it, it does have the dinner of a base like say Kovua, or a base like say Arai. Because even if we're Machna on a base like say Arai, we're making the brothers, you can't necessarily be Machna. Yeah, so, so it's like this. Just working it through logically, just working it through logically, is like this. If you say that the base architect of the problem is there's going to be soil there, well, there's no soil there. As, I said, as, as long as the, everything's working, the plumbing's working, so it's, I don't have the problem. Especially if he's going in just to, to uh, you know, Uriah. He wouldn't have the problem there. Obviously, if he's going in himself to be excused, and that goes without saying, obviously, he'd have to take off the spirit. That, that's right, the base architect, even if it's not the dinner base. But until that case, he's going in just to, to pass, pass near Aglai. That's just the shy here. You've got a very strong argument to say, nowadays they've got the dinner of a base like right. The only problem is what? No? You think I think of any reason what, what case is it similar to we had in the Gemara? It's not quite similar to base like right. Do you remember we had, we had a case in the Gomorrah, if a person goes into a base like say Arai, sorry, he goes into a base like say Kavua to urinate. So we said you have to take off the Tzvidim. Why? Because we're worried, he's already in a base like say Kavua, he may come to do more than just, uh, just uh, urinate him. Because it's a base like say Kavua, it's, it's, uh, there's excrement there. Well, nowadays, even if you want to say halakhically he's got the dinner of a base like say Arai, but they're made, they're made for more than just a, 
They mean more than just. I'm, I'm, again, I'm not talking about the Uranians. I'm talking about the, the, the actual Beisakiste. So it's made for more for more than just uh, urinating. So maybe it's got the dinner of Beisakiste Kavua. There's no excrement there on the one hand. On the other hand, it's made for more than that. So wh- which which one would you would you would you compare it to? Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not, again, the urinal Enochan, the urinal seems logically to definitely have the dinner of Beisakiste Arad. Logically. If, it, if you were in a place where it makes mass very simple, where it was just your idols and a chanan. Yeah, but if, 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 if you say the Gzair is Shemi Yafiakwa, and that could also, that, that, that one's shy of. Okay, so as I said, so that, that, that's, that, that's the... Because Rashi talks about the fact that there's no chafiro. The, the, the fact that Rashi says because there's, there's no uh, pit. We're going to see later on this idea if there's, if there's a pit. Then it has the dinner of a base like you right? And I'm, I'm just sort of... Re- I, I, I'll tell you why. Because I asked this shayla when I was in Gateshead. I asked this shayla to Rabbi Fahl. And uh, he said to me, you don't make a bracha when you... I'm pretty... Unless I misunderstood him. But he said, you don't make a bracha when you put them back on. And since then, I've seen that most people seem to say that a person does. Seems, seems even for Katana. There, there's, there's a prima godin about it. I, I know there's a prima godin about it. La Rocha, I still, still want to check it through. It will be, it will, it will, it will be on, a, on a handout at some point. For the moment, I leave it, leave it so to speak, food for thought. Logically, there's a strong argument to say, I mean, truth is, you could, you could argue probably either. I, I could see an argument both ways. Yeah, is that, is that clear? On the one hand, presumably it's got the number of years, I can say, all right, there's no sale there. On the other hand, again, I'm not talking about Uranus. You've got the chashash of the person, Shema Yofiyat Boyan, Shema Yofana Boyan, maybe that chashash is there. So in which case, Ikar didn't have to take off the spinning, in which case he has to then, he'd have to make a new bracha when he comes out. So that's the, that, that, that is the shida. Um, he said, you don't make a bracha. As, as far as I remember, I remember asking, I was in Gates of Kedal, I remember I was doubling in Gates of Kedal, so I remember asking the Shaidah. That, that's what he, uh, I said, unless I misunderstood him, because since then I've seen that, uh, seems many, many general men, I get two makeup off, I don't know, so I have to, still want to look into this. We've covered the logic in it, I want to see what the, what the final, final Allah is there. Carries on the Gemara, Tony Rabbonah. The, 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 the idea is that is number one it could, could be we're Machmeh for number one we're Machmeh it could be we, we definitely are you won't, I mean we are more Machmeh on this because there's no necessity really but number two is there are certain the Raman for example is more Machmeh so even if we're, we're Machmeh for the Raman what I'm asking is that does that therefore make it then if you're just going the Chumrah one way it doesn't mean when it comes to the brothel you have to make a new brothel because <coughs> for the brothel we have to ask ourselves could you theoretically Me'ikah Adin have gone in with the Tzvillin? And if theoretically Me'ikah Adin you didn't have to take off the Tzvillin because you're being Mahmail then it could be the Gabi the Brokha That's it. That's, what I said. That, that's, that's the Shaila. So the, so the final Allah it, it, it waits to be seen if there, if there is a 
but a clear cut answer to, uh, that everyone agrees with. I, I'm not sure yet. Tomer Rabbonu. A person who wants to go in to literally a fixed meal. The Gemara is giving you some, li- some practical advice here. A person goes in to a meal, and uh, again, this is more, I think it's more in those days when they have to go into the middle of the field. It's embarrassing in the middle of the, of the meal to suddenly disappear for, uh, you know, to have to go out into the middle of the field. It's embarrassing. So he wants to make sure that he, if he needs to be excused, he'll excuse himself before he goes to the meal. So originally, Connie to the Sudas Kava, Mahanich Asora Pa'omim Dalad Amis, he should walk Dalad Amis ten times, a Dalad Pa'omim Yud Amis, or four times ten Amis each, the Afana, and excuse himself, or try to excuse himself, and then go into the Sudas. In other words, by walking, if, if his bowels are full, that will bring the Bring, the, bring him to the states, they'll bring them down towards the orifices and he'll be able to excuse himself. And therefore, so the, in order that he should walk down the Dhamma, let's say, then see if he needs to be, sit down, see if he needs to be excused, and then if not, walk another Daladamas, etc., like this, to either four times Tanamas or ten times Daladamas, and each time check himself, and through that, if, he need, if the bowels are full, he'll, be, he'll, he'll excuse himself. And then he should go into the sword. Omar Rabbi Yitzchak, says Rabbi Yitzchak, Hanichnas Vesudas Kavah, if a person goes into a fixed meal, then Chodesh Tefillov V'achakach Nechnas. He should first take off his tefillin and then go in to the meal. Says the Gemara Ukliga the Rabbi Chia. This argues on Rabbi Chia. The Omer Rabbi Chia because Rabbi Chia says Meni Chonal Shulchanoi that a person a person should just leave the tefillin on his table. The Chain Holderloi and so is the fifth again. So is that's, that's, that's what a person should do. He goes into the meal, doesn't have to take up the spillin beforehand, go in and take your spillin off and just leave them on the table next to you. That's, that's, the, that's a good thing to do for them. The Yad Ema, how long does he have to keep the spillin off? He should keep the spillin off until the time of benching. The point is because whilst he's eating, he's going to be drinking, a, per- a person's state of mind may not be quite the state of mind which he, he should be having whilst wearing spillin. So he's got to take off the spillin. The Makhlaikas says he has to take off the spillin before he goes in, or can he take them off when he goes in, just take them off and put them on the, on the table next to him. And our locker is, we're saying he can take them off and put them on the table next to him. <coughs> so, from, from, from a practical point of view, if, if, if there's Khashash, they're going to get uh, water on them, so maybe cover them over with a plate, that's, that's, that's up to the... the uh, the sensible person, how, how to protect them. But from our Latin point of view, there's no problem having the spillin on the table next to him. That is, we're saying, is, is, uh, is, is, we say the Chain Hodrullah, that's a good thing to do, so I'll be there ready, so you can put them back on when it comes time to bench. There's the Gemara. Tony Chado. It's been taught in one, one, one time of thought. So there are other spill off in Ma'asov. The Afroxusai. A person can wrap his spillin up, the Afroxusai, like a, it's a bit like a, a scarf, together with his money. The Tanya Idok and another bride said, Loyotur. A person cannot wrap his spillin up in a scarf with his money. So, how do we reconcile this? Answer to Gemara Lokasha, it's not a Kasha. Hoda Azmine, Hoda Loyazmine. One is talking about where he's been Muslim 
he's set aside this, literally a scarf, but he's set aside this beggar for the sake of Philip. And one is talking about where he has not set them aside for that purpose. So, Omar Afghista, because Sergio Afghista, high sutra of the Philip. If he's got a, literally a scarf for the Philip, the Azmanela means to have that he set it aside, he's demuzzling it to wrap the Tzfilin in it. So a Tzfilin, once he has then subsequently wrapped the Tzfilin in it, also in the Mitzah Bey Peshitei, it's also forbidden to now wrap in it money. Peshitei is money. Because now it's been specified for Kedusha, it's there only for Dvarin Shavikdusha, for Tzfilin, you're not allowed to wrap anything else in it. Azmini, however, if he has just set it aside for the Tzfilin, but the Lord Sarbe, he has not wrapped anything in it yet. He's only set it aside for that purpose. It's been made for that purpose. But he has not wrapped the Tzvillin in it. Or, Sarbe, he just happened to wrap his Tzvillin in it. The Lord Azmini, but he never actually specified it for that purpose. Surely the Meit Sarbe Zuze, a person would be allowed to wrap the Tzvillin in it. Sorry, wrap the money in it. Yeah, sorry. he would be able to wrap the money in it. You've got to have both things. It's got to be set aside for that purpose and that he's wrapped the spillin in it. Then it gets to Kedusha and he's not allowed to use it for money. Says the Gemara, Ula Abayi, according to Abayi, the Omar Azmona Milsehi, he passes to Azmona, just setting something aside for a certain purpose, gives it that, the status of that purpose. It's the Gemara in Sanhedrin which, which talks about if a person makes burial shrouds for a mate, a person not allowed to, if they're also by a normal person, can't use them for other things. And the question is, is that only once it's actually been put on the mace, or even when it's just been made for the purpose of the mace? And Abayi says, Hasmona Milsahi, they're just making them for that purpose, give them the, the Kedusha, or whatever you want to call it, for that purpose, and you can't use them for anything else. And Robert says, no, they're not. So says the Gemara, according to Abayi, he says that just setting it aside for that purpose is, gives it that status. So then here as well, Azmane, if he set it aside for the purpose of the spinning, even though he has not put the tefillin inside it, you would not be able to put the tefillin in it. Whereas, Sorbe, if he just, the money, so he would not be able to put the money in it. Sorbe, whereas if he's wrapped the tefillin in it, he admine osir, if he set it aside for that purpose, then it's also to put the money in there. If he has not wrapped the tefillin in it, then it wouldn't be a problem to put the money in there because he has not set it aside for that purpose. So in other words, if a person just takes a bag, let's say a bag, he needs to carry a bag and puts his spilling in there, but he never set it aside for the purpose of spilling, everyone would agree, take the spilling out, you can put money in it, you can use it for whatever you want. If, however, it's the other way around, he buys a spilling bag from the shop. The spilling bag has been made for the purpose of spilling. That's why the factory made it. So then, according to a buyer, it's been set aside for spilling, you can't use it for anything else. According to Robert, and the way we puffkin, we pass an Asmona Lamnil to eat. Just setting it aside for a purpose is nothing. You could use it for, to put your sweets in there for your children. You could put whatever you want in there. And that's how the halacha. The halacha is that you need both Asmona and be used for the Tzvillin. It's got to be a Tzvillin bag. It's made for the Tzvillin. And you've at least once put your Tzvillin in there. Then it gets the Kedusha for the sake of, of uh, Tzvillin. And if you made no tonight, you didn't make any conditioners, anything like that, you would not be able to use it for Dvarim Shal Chudin. You wouldn't be able to put money in there, or uh, your sweets in there. You wouldn't be able to do anything like that.